InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. When women compete with women in the workplace, incivility and rudeness can happen. But it doesn't have to be that way. With more, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. In the Me Too movement, much has been made about men demeaning and devaluing women in the workplace. But much less is made about women mistreating other women and why men should be part of the solution. Joining us now to explain is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, licensed psychologist and author of an important new book, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. Doctor, this is certainly not a women's only issue, but before we talk about why men should pay attention, please tell us first, according to a recent study, do women receive more mistreatment from men or women in the workplace? Well, I'd say yes and no. Of course, it depends on the company. It depends on the corporation. You know, one of the things I hear, and I talk to a lot of women's organizations and women in corporations, is what do I do about mean women? What do I do about this woman who's mean to me at work? That is very disappointing. That's disheartening. Shame on them. Sometimes we women can be our own worst enemies and the enemy of other women, and we need to change that. We need to do something about that. And I understand there was a study in the Journal of Applied Psychology that women experience more rudeness and incivility from other women in the workplace than they do men. What sorts of rude things are we talking about here? (laughs) Well, I'm going to explain something. I don't know about you, but I had some positive role models and mentors in my life. So we have a lot of women, unfortunately, that have not been trained to lead as women. They've trained themselves based on what they've viewed, what they've seen in the workplace, to lead more with the masculine, lead more as men. That doesn't work for women. It doesn't work for us being aggressive and overly the power over. We have to learn to lead as women because we're great. We're great at communication. We're great at developing relationships. And we're great at collaboration. But the women who have not had that training, who do not understand, you get a lot more done with sugar than you do with other things. So the women that we're talking about, and they're not all like that, are women who are leading with probably mismanagement skills. They've come up through the ranks. They haven't had the training they need, but they're not leading with those female talents, which is the power to, not the power over. And what sort of messages or negative stereotypes do the little girls hear and grow up with that leads to some of the, shall we say, improper behaviors? Let's face it, children are sponges. They're emotional sponges. They absorb everything around them. So mean mommies, mean parents have mean children. They are modeling behavior that they see. You know, how we treat people, we are taught how to treat other people by the way people around us treat people. You know, we brought up in a household that respects other people, that is kind and generous and helpful, that's different than someone who's basically comparing themselves constantly, constantly measuring themselves, and that's always about competition. She's prettier, she's smarter, you know, what are you going to do about that? You're going to compete with her, you're going to go after her. So it really depends on what kind of modeling, what we've absorbed growing up and what we're surrounded by. What is your advice to women who encounter what you call in the book a queen of the hill, or as some people say, the queen bee at work, (laughs) who perceives that any woman advancing beyond her is threatening? Yeah, and I had a situation like that, and the woman said, I think she's trying to get my job, and I stopped her. It was a young woman. I said, have you ever thought she's trying to learn from you? And there's something amazing when we start asking questions and asking for help. We do want to point it out. Don't let it go by. Don't just ignore it. 
get, deal with it, talk about it, communicate. But oftentimes by working with someone, you know, how can I help you? How can I help us both do our jobs better? When we begin a whole different venue about starting that relationship by really saying, I'm here to help you and maybe you can help me too. So sometimes it's so simple to just change the whole attitude and change that level of competition into a more helping, receiving help measure of both winning. Everybody wins in that relationship. And you do point out in the book that sometimes women react negatively to certain things a woman boss might do, but they would accept the same behavior just fine from a male boss. Is there an issue here that women just don't understand that dynamic? Yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about these biases that we have about ourselves. You know, they've done research on who would you rather have, a male boss or a female boss. And it's unfortunate. Sometimes women will say they'd rather have a male boss because he's going to be a better boss. He's going to be a better leader. Another woman, maybe she's not going to be a good leader. Or I'm going to have to deal with that negative competition with another woman. Again, women have to be real clear about their own biases towards themselves, about themselves, and about other women. And once we get clear on that... We can start supporting ourselves and supporting other women. We're visiting with Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, licensed psychologist and author of an important new book, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and in Life. Doctor, people often frown on women competing with each other, but now men are also competitive with each other at work. Is that different and is it viewed different? If so, how? Well, you know, the book is called In This Together. And it's really, really about men and women supporting each other and working together. We have a whole chapter in the book about male allies. You know, and I've heard this over and over again. You can ask a man to help, but he may not know how to help. We have to be able to educate that asking for help changes the whole dynamics. Getting a sponsor, getting a mentor at work, someone that can support you during a meeting. When you're going to have a tough meeting coming up and you know there's going to be some adversarial position to your approach. Get somebody to help you. Have another man, another woman sponsor you, help you in that meeting to get your point across so that you're able to work in that meeting together. It's that cooperation, it's that collaboration, that's communication. And I know this all sounds a little trite, but it really does work. How often has somebody come up to you and you say, how can I help you? Are you just going to ignore that? No, you're going to do something about that and vice versa. When usually somebody helps you, you can turn around and say, well, how can I help you now? It changes all the dynamics. And guess what? It's a win-win for everybody. And we should point out that men really do have skin in the game here, don't they? Particularly when it comes to equal pay. Yeah. Well, not only that, there is much research out there. and More and more research and data is being collected. Women who are in top positions in companies, CEOs, as well as C-suite, along with men, there are more successful companies. We are finding, again, in this together with men and women working together collaboratively and with developing relationships. Because if you can develop healthy relationships within a corporation, guess what? You're going to go out and develop healthy relationships with your clientele. And those are the successful companies right there are the ones that we want good relationships within our companies and outside we're developing those same kind of relationships. So let's hit the nail on the head here. Give us two or three possible responses that you can make when you hear a woman trashing another woman or if the woman is trashing you. Point it out. Don't ignore it. Maybe I misunderstand you. You can reframe what people say to you. You know, if you're saying you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job well, for example, 
well, how can I do my job better? What is it I'm missing here? How can we communicate better? Asking questions is the only way you're going to get answers and you're going to have some dialogue about what has to happen. You know, if it's a job performance issue, how can I improve my performance? Is it me doing X, Y, Z? But you have to let me know how I can improve in my job and help you to do your job better. But I have to know what those things are. List them. Let me know. And then let me know how I'm doing later after I'm working on these issues. Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, author of In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know.